Before we get started, just a quick note of apology to all of my sound geek friends out there. This is an early morning recording and you'll hear a little bit of background noise coming from my desk, which has a little more resonance than I expected. So apologies. That's the weird echo sound you'll hear in the background. And now on with the show. Hi friends, Sianna Stewart here from the No Complaining Project. It's Wednesday, January 13th, and while this is not a politics podcast, I do need to acknowledge that it's been quite a week here in the United States. A lot of us are feeling a lot of things, and that's okay. In fact, we were talking last night with some friends about how it's totally normal right now to not feel okay because so much around us is not okay. So give yourself a break, take a breath. I've been thinking a lot about values and about identity. This ties in with what's been happening around the country and it also ties in with New Year's resolutions. Can you believe that was less than two weeks ago? How we approach goals and even which goals to choose depends on our values, or at least it should. Too often, we set goals as if they happen in a vacuum, without taking a moment to think about what achieving them would say about who we are or want to be. For example, let's say you set a goal of climbing Mount Everest or making 10x your current income or something else that would take a huge amount of work and focus and time. There's no problem with setting this kind of a goal, unless say, for example, you realize that your strongest identity is as a parent and your highest value is on quality time with your kids. Suddenly, your goal is in conflict with your values and you probably need to rethink it. Then again, somebody else could be a parent and this goal could be perfect. Say your highest value is on achievement and on being a role model for your kids about setting big goals and doing hard work. If that's the case, then reaching the summit is a goal that's totally in line with your values, and there's no conflict. Your identity is formed around your values, whether or not you've ever taken the time to consciously identify them. It can be useful to think about your values to inform your goals, or at least you need to evaluate that your goals and the person who you need to be in order to reach them, they're not in conflict with your values. Understanding your values will also help reinforce your why for whatever it is that you're doing. Actually, it'll also help you understand why you're not doing something that otherwise seems good to do, like why you're actively resisting something. What kinds of goals are we talking about? Well, for me, my highest value is curiosity. My other important values are kindness, doing good in the world, being creative, being independent, being a maker and a doer. So when I set my goals, I need to check that they don't conflict with my values, or I know from experience that they'll fail. I'll probably rebel or act out somehow and not complete my goal and then be at risk for getting down on myself for not achieving it, even though I said that I want to. In those cases, I probably took on goals to please someone else without checking in to be sure that it's something that I really want and that it's in line with my values. How I check is I ask myself, if I'm successful in this, what will change in my world? Who will I be? I also want to be sure to ask, what will it take to achieve this goal? 
What impact will that process have on my life? Who do I need to be to do that process? If either of those who will I be questions is in conflict with my values, I'm in trouble. I need to step back and rethink my goals. Taking the time to uncover your values is powerful. It can help get your entire life in alignment, and it can reveal why something that is objectively good still doesn't feel right to you. It can help clarify big life choices and help you make decisions about them. For me, whenever I felt like my life was off kilter or out of tune or whatever, I could think back and realize that at some point I started acting in ways that were in conflict with my values. Usually it wasn't by a lot, or at least not at first. It's like when I used to work in nonprofits, and we would talk about agencies that were suffering from mission creep. You know what a mission is, right? Those mission statements that outline the goals and purposes of any nonprofit. These were places that started out with a really clear mission, but then they added a program that wasn't 100% in line with what they did because an opportunity arose or some funding came up or something. It was a close program, but it wasn't exactly 100%. And then they added another one that was close to that, and another one that built off of that, and another, and another, until they realized that they'd ended up devoting a lot of energy and resources to things that weren't their core skill set or focused on their core clients, or otherwise were just pulling them away from their mission. I think about that a lot. I think it's easy for many of us to just say yes to opportunities when they arise, or to be influenced by people around us, by what we've been told, to do things that are just a little out of character, or to do things just because we were invited to do them. And then we do that a little more, and a little more, and a little more, and eventually we find ourselves way over far away from where we started, doing things we never expected to do. When that happens, it's on us to check in and see if that's really who we are. It might be, These opportunities might actually reveal something that we care about that we never would have discovered if we followed our original path. Then again, we might find that we have turned into people we don't recognize and never wanted to be, mostly a reflection of other people and other people's desires, and not a reflection of who we are. Knowing your core values can help keep you on course. They can also give you a through line if, like me, you're someone who has an unconventional life path. My resume is peppered with all kinds of different jobs in different fields. But seen through the lens of my endless curiosity, my desire to make things and help spread kindness and creativity, they make a lot more sense. Once I figured out my core values, and to help me keep them in mind, I ended up playing around and turning them into personal taglines that I put onto non-business business cards. Other uses for them, if you do them for yourself, you could use them on personal websites or dating profiles, or just keep them as fun conversation starters when someone says, tell me about yourself. For example, one of my go-to taglines is that I'm a promoter of curiosity and kindness. The other is that I'm super curious about nearly everything. Making them short and memorable helps me keep them front of mind. I found that revisiting my values from time to time helps reinforce what I want to do in the world, who I want to surround myself with, and what I want to be remembered for after I'm gone. Oftentimes, it means that I don't actually change what I'm doing, but I just understand better why I'm doing it, or it gives me a new way to think about it. This new year, reviewing my values helped me decide that I want to do more with the No Complaining Project, 
because I've seen how it's helped people and I'd like to help more. And this week, holding my values in my mind is also helping guide how I want to respond to what's going on in the world, specifically what's going on in the U.S., how I want to talk about it, and how I want to think about it. For me, I want to be sure that I stay curious and not shut down. I want to be kind, not cruel or divisive. And at the same time, I want to do good in the world, and I want to take action to be a doer. I'm using my values to help ground me. Otherwise, I could easily get swept away. So, back to you. Are you clear on your values? Can you articulate them so you can bring them easily to mind? How could you use them to help guide your actions and your goals? I hope this has been helpful. If you want to find the words to describe your own values, there are so many resources online if you just search for core values list. Also, in the show notes, I'll link to some useful questions and a list that I've used in my workshops to help identify values. Let me know if you have any thoughts or questions. And if you found this episode useful, please share it with someone. You can help me in my mission to help even more people. Thanks for listening. I'll talk with you soon. Thank you for choosing to join me today on the No Complaining Project podcast. It was written, recorded, and edited by me, Sianna Stewart. All our music is by the multi-talented Daniel Berkman. Find him on Bandcamp. The transcript is in the show notes, and you can find more tips and links to my book at gonoco.com. That's G-O-N-O-C-O.com. Thank you for giving the gift of no complaining to yourself and to the people around you. Until next time, go no co.